you're watching the Rebel Scum Podcast. You are always scum. Rebel Scum. From odds making to list rankings, we've got you covered. And don't forget to join us on Patreon for early access and exclusive content. Here are your hosts, Brock and James. Welcome to 142. That's episode 142 of the Rebel Scum Podcast. We're going to get to things in just a second, but before we do, I have to give a spoiler warning to anybody that has not watched The Mandalorian, the first two episodes, or more importantly, the very first episode of The Mandalorian, and you do not know what, you know, there is a spoiler that happens in that episode. Uh, we kind of let the cat out of the bag right off the top, so I just want to give you guys a fair warning. So skip to about six minutes into this, and you will be safe. All right, guys, thanks so much. Here's episode 142 of the Rebel Scum Podcast. Enjoy! So, Baby Yoda has taken the internet by storm. Spoilers for anyone that hasn't watched Mandalorian, but like, I don't know. I feel like the embargo for that, not ever that they ever set one, but because you and I were talking about that, James, they should have had an embargo on Mandalorians because I don't think the U- um, UK has it yet, right? No, and it's funny you said that because I tweeted out earlier that we would not talk Mandalorian spoilers till after, but you don't care. Too late. If you don't, oh, sorry. If you don't know about Baby Yoda, and my story I'm about to tell makes more sense. And I'm not yelling at you, James. I'm yelling at the fans. <laughs> then I don't know what you're doing. But they don't. But, have a, uh, you know what though? Mm-hmm. What they're doing to our friends over in the UK, yeah, it's is ridiculous, ridiculous on yeah. every level. I don't get it. Why does Holland get it and not the UK? It's right there because uh, of the Dutch. Uh, uh, they because oh, they it, promised it, it, Disney a chocolate D at Christmas. They're like, you get a chocolate D. <laughs> the reason, the reason, the reason I spoil it for our British listeners if they're listening. Um, I was listening to a podcast that has nothing to do with Star Wars, but they mentioned Baby Yoda off the top, and they posited an interesting uh, concept because they're not Star Wars fans. But one of the people talking was like, "Oh, I've you know sort of become engaged with Star Wars." And they were saying that there is like they think they she it was a it was a woman talking and she said, oh, um, it's the cute factor. She knew that there was something coming because there's always a cute sidekick in the Star Wars formula. I'm like, huh? And then she said like, uh, there's BB-8, you know, I guess Chewbacca to an extent, uh, and then like the Jar Jar Binks. It's sort of like you always have that cute character, and they kind of like, when is the cute sidekick gonna come up? And that was Baby Yoda. And I'm like, I never thought about it like that. What do you think about that? Is there a cute sidekick in Star Wars? I think... Pa- that sidekick is probably better. Do you know, this is what I think, actually, when I... My point to this is what I think is the Disney live-action adaptations of their films. Mm. They don't have the cute side sidekicks. They, like, they try to, like, they're like, oh, ultra real. And you're like, no, 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 Iago talks. Like, that's what, that's what you get. Iago talks. If you do... Like Mulan, there's not going to be the dress. You're like, well, what's the point yeah, yeah. of like, it's the Disney version. Like the cute factor is what sells these things. So absolutely. Yeah. I agree with that. BB-8, R2-D2, Jar Jar Binks, Ewoks, Entertainment Weekly is putting Wicket on the cover of the original trilogy on their three. Yoda doesn't make a cover on any trilogy, but Wicket is on there right front <laughs> and center. So yeah, the cute factor is absolutely accurate. I'll tell you this. I said this last week. Um, we're going to have to do a huge spoiler alert at the beginning of this. Aaron watched um, 
the first episode, she was like, oh my God, I can't. Well, as soon as Baby Yoda showed up, my sister Stacy was like, should I get Disney Plus? I'm like, get it. She got it. She watched Mandalorian right away. That was the first thing she watched. Yeah. And she's like, oh, I love this. This uh, The bounty hunter droid is awesome. Blah, blah, blah. And then Baby Yoda <laughs> showed up. And she's like, I, no, what? What? And she watched the next episode and the whole time she's screaming about how cute Baby Yoda is. That thing is going to sell plushies. That is what sells. That is, that is what attracts us to stories is the cute factor. If you don't have that, you just have a bunch of sweaty people fighting. And nobody wants that. It's not ancient Greece. Which, by the way, by the way, had Phil from Hercules. <laughs> David Avito. <laughs> Come on, Herc. Uh, this is the Rebel Scum Podcast. I am Brock. This is... Baby Yoda. <laughs> His name's Kevin. <laughs> I, I, we're going to talk about Mandalorian more after the top five. So I'm going to... I'll write down... Anyway, at the beginning, I'll put a spoiler and I'll say when you guys can all start watching. Because <laughs> Brock yeah. doesn't care about our British friends. Yeah. Anyway, a uh, new trailer drop for Rise of Skywalker. Guys, give us a like and a subscribe. Also, check us out on Patreon, patreon.com slash Rebel Scum Podcast. Brock, we have new tiers. Oh, wow. Tears yeah. of a clown. Ding, Shout out ding, ding. executive producer Heidi Fetter. <laughs> um, <Yeah. laughs> Um, live stream on Mondays. Am I saying anything I should? Anyway, did, did you see this trailer we got on Tuesday coming? Like, what? Sorry, we get the one that just happened, or is there another one on Tuesday? That's the one that we just, S- the one that we just saw. We were like, <laughs> no. Uh, no, I had no idea that they were gonna do anything. Um. And, like, I only knew about it because you sent me a message. It's like, ah, there's a thing. You got to see it. And I said, I will see it. And then I took me forever to find it because I had to, you had to send me, like, the Twitter link. I don't know. I searched it on everything, but uh, I didn't see it anywhere else. But, you know, with some of those things, it's really hard to find. A couple new visuals. Otherwise, I felt, I mean, like, we're in the t- that time period where we're just going to get different different variations of kind of the same trailer you know what i mean so but there was some cool stuff that we're like oh what is that and they're like oh <laughs> i suggested to fantasia not to watch it because he's like totally against seeing any kind of anything anymore and i said it's pretty much all new footage it's all in the in the same vein as what we're expecting but it's all uh different and new we got to see a lot more obviously well, a new 3PO line in there to kind of get us to want to cry a little bit more, perhaps. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I, I, it really blew my And then today, the widescreen, or today, the, the Wednesday, the uh, the live stream, the widescreen version of that trailer kind of hit. I don't know if you saw that, but it was, uh, no. it, it gave you, it was so funny because there's that part where, where Ray is running off of the Star Destroyer into space. And you find out what she's jumping towards now. Uh, and there's all this speculation going on. And then when you see it on widescreen, you're like, oh, she's actually, there's actually Finn is on like a, a boardwalk. And she's jumping towards Finn, uh, cool. which was a cool dynamic to it. And I'm really excited to see Finn, Poe, and Ray all together kind of hanging out, chilling for a, a chunk of this movie anyway. I don't know how much or, or how little, but there's going to be a chunk where we're going to get to see all three of them in action. And I'm totally excited, yeah. especially with Poe's new stance where he's like. <laughs> I 
follow uh, Instagram feed called Star Wars Photoshop, and they photoshopped that uh, Poe and Finn on a subway, like in that pose. <laughs> <laughs> of course they did. Um, of course they did. Here's an interesting thing. Here's an interesting thing I find. Uh... Oh, because of the Entertainment Weekly pictures that came out this week. Who is piloting the Millennium Falcon? Does everyone get a go this 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 uh this this movie? Because we saw Chewie and Lando, and we're like, ooh, there he is. We've seen Ray and Chewie, which is like they've in this new pre uh, in this new trilogy have been the most prominent pilots of the Falcon so far, and now we see this picture of Poe flying the Millennium Falcon and. The rest of them all in the cockpit. I don't hate it, I, but I find it very, very interesting that they keep switching it up. And I wonder if it's a red herring or it's just like I like the idea that it's kind of passing from person to person because there's no Han to be like, "This is my ship." No one flies my ship. So I, I thought that was interesting because I was like, "Oh, it's gonna be great because Poe flying anything is usually amazing." So I think what's gonna happen is it's gonna be Rave piloting it with Chewie. Mm. And then we're going to be doing our Thanksgiving roundtable soon. Some, Chew, Chew, where's Chewy and all? Like we haven't seen much Chewy. We haven't seen much Chewy. Uh, so Ray's going, but Ray has to go on her own adventure. She's got to find Shivp. She's got to find uh, Kylo Ren. She's got to have her force bonding moments with Kylo and all that. So there's stuff going on there. Uh, so that's when Poe's going to have to take over because he is the best damn pilot in the galaxy. Yeah. Uh, it can't be Finn. It's got to be Poe. So Poe's going to take over for that part there with our good friend Chewie. Mm -hmm. And then, um, and then, and then you know, there'll be a big war and Lando will show up and be like, that's my ship. <laughs> and Poe will either be dead <laughs> or um, or – Lando will take the ship. You know, if you think back to Return of the Jedi, Lando goes on a separate mission from from the rest of the gang. And I mean, and if this one plays out like everything else, it's all poetry. It rhymes. It's just going to be Return of the Jedi, maybe in reverse. We don't know. Um, <laughs> so, so that that's my suspicion on it all is that they all it'll be it will feel organic when it happens. It won't just be like here are the keys to the Falcon, and they just pass it on to everybody. I think there's going to be a a purpose for it all. It'll be Ray will be piling it, and then. You know, she'll have to go on an adventure, and then it'll be Poe, and then he'll be on his Indiana Jones subway car adventure, and then, you know, and then Lando will step up, and he'll... Do you think there'll be a moment with Lando and LG in this, L3 in this, and he'll be like, hey, L3? L3. I was... I, I kind of hope so. Or not even, like... It doesn't have to be a full-out scene, just a somewhat reference out to it or something like that. It'd be cool. That'd be kind of cool. I do doubt it, though, because... Maz Kanata was mm -hmm. not in Solo, which is like, if you're going to put Maz Kanata in something, it, you know, it'd be... Solo seemed like the one that it would have been. Sure. Okay. Uh, sorry, <laughs> one second. Uh, this, it's funny when this dropped, too, because you have the Mandalorian just blowing everything out of the water. Everybody's like, the Mandalorian is my favorite thing that ever happened to Star Wars ever since the original trilogy. This is the best thing that ever happened. And everybody's, everybody's kind of obsessed with that. And, uh, and then they're like, Oh, wait a minute. We got Ray jumping and Kylo Ren hanging out and Vader's destroyed helmet. And there's a lot of fun stuff happening still in Star Wars. It's not just about the Mando. And we're like, okay. okay. Mm -hmm. You, I mean, I've already obviously, 
bought my ticket for it as a Jew. So I didn't need this at all, but it, it definitely kind of, it brought a smile to my face on that Tuesday morn where I got to say, Hey, I love so much of star Wars. It doesn't have to be just the Mandalorian or just the the saga films or the spinoff series, which are now dead. It could be whatever. And I'm going to like it. And that's what this kind of reassured me of. It's uh, when I was searching for uh, hollow news, no, it's cutting and pasting other people's stories. Uh, <laughs> I came along Forbes. They did a picked up. They created. Uh, they wrote an article that was kind of similar on something you were thinking about earlier this week. It's like was last week like one of the best weeks for Star Wars ever because we had Disney Plus launching, uh, Jedi Lost Order going down, and then <laughs> McClunky. Like there just seemed to be so much Star Wars stuff happening. It was great. So yeah. McClunky threw me off how much people are actually like talking about that. Like, jeez, <laughs> chill. It's it's just, it just shows you how embedded in our minds the um the original trilogy is. Yeah, that we know a scene so well that when you add one extra word, you're like, whoa, Disney. We need to have a conversation. They're like, we need to have we need to talk, and then Disney's like, mm, talk to the maker. Because Maker is that was his last hurrah in 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 the special editions. Yeah, and like you said, like it's like it's been around for a while. Uh, but when was it fully discovered? That's why I'm curious about. Because it's like I, I assume someone watched New Hope and it was like, wait a second, what was that? Or was it did someone in Disney or Lucasfilm throw out that that concept? Hey, it's gonna be like that's one thing I, I would be curious about. Because uh, I don't think I would... I don't know if I would notice it. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. People are obsessed with Star Wars. Sure. That's why we're here. <laughs> why, you know, Look at your shirt. I was actually thinking about that shirt earlier today. That's the one you bought four, yeah. four years ago yeah. from Walmart when we went to go see The Force Awakens. Yeah. I believe so, yeah. Crazy. Yeah. <laughs> crazy. Just crazy how it's a Boba Fett. Everybody listening, it's a Boba Fett top. Are you wearing that because of the Mandalorian? Yeah. <laughs> Good top. I don't know. It's just. It was clean. Pulled it out of the cupboard. Where would you rank the Mandalorian on your, like, in your Star Wars world? Like, in terms of all the content you've ever consumed of Star Wars, where do you think it would rank? Top, middle, or bottom? Top five. Top, top five. <laughs> like even if you like Top five. Even if you, I haven't even seen the rest of the series. But like I've never been uh, well, I'm not gonna say that. Like I think the first time you watch Star Wars, if you like Star Wars, it grabs you in a way, and this is sort of a return to that. So uh, but you're saying in anything Star Wars? No, it's it's up there. Like I think I said this to, on Mandalorian Scum, or maybe I said it to you, I can't remember, but it's like there's this whole story around the Mandalorian, and it's really, really interesting. And then you drop in, spoilers, Baby Yoda. So it's just like, the show is already good, and then you drop this little nugget in there as well, and you're like, boom. It's just like firing on all synapses. It's fantastic. It really reminded me of more similar to like what Lucas would do with 
some stuff, but like in a, in a maybe even like a smarter way. Like the one thing George Lucas, I think, understood was fan service. He knew when to throw something in there for you. He's like, oh, you like Boba Fett? Here's a uh, young Boba and his dad Django. Uh, you like Jabba? Jabba's here. He's, he runs the pod races. Don't ask questions. This is what you get. It's like, oh, you like, the, but like even when you watch the droids cartoon, which I know you have, you got IG-88s in there, Boba Fett's in there. There are things in there that he understands like this is what's going to sell. We're going to throw these things in there. And that's what this kind of felt like. It was like, let's do our own thing. But we understand what Star Wars fans love and we're going to exploit not that, but your love of that. That's what they've done. They've exploited, exploited our love for the franchise, for the nostalgia. And then that the the asset, I'm not gonna say what it is, but the asset is we'll talk about it after the show. But the asset is is something that anybody that has existed on the planet can get behind. Like anybody that's been on Earth for for you know any period of time will be like, Yeah, I get it. I get it. I'm down. I want to see what's up with this. And that's what I thought was so brilliant about it. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, you got to keep in mind, too, it's like Favreau uh, is writing as a fan, too. Yeah. You can call it exploitation, but, like, I think he gets it, too. Or at least he's selling, he says himself, he's like, oh, this is what I've always wanted to see. Well, I mean, he's not exploiting the the, the universe, he's exploiting our emotions going into the universe. Oh, fair, fair, but then... (laughs) Well, that's that the whole point. Storytelling, right? But that's yeah, that's the whole. But he yeah. gets it. That's what I mean. Like he yeah. gets, he gets how to do that without yeah. it feeling like shoved in our face and cramp and like just cramping our styles. It's like, like you're just on board with it because it's or it's done in an organic way. And like you know, you just copy what Game of Thrones did. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's just like have an engaging story. That's kind of like he doesn't tell you everything. You're just sort of flung into this universe. The characters are kind of interesting. They're not typical. And then at the end, there's like this weird cliffhanger. Like, what just happened? <laughs> uh, so, I mean, again, that's that's not... Game of Thrones didn't think that up. But they're like, they exploited that as well. Um, have you caught this whole article thing that... Uh, that uh, Favreau really wants to remake the Christmas special? The holiday special? Yeah, absolutely I have. <laughs> just like... been, but look, they, they canonized Life Day, the guns from there. He just. He's a kid in a candy store right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I think just. I think we should move on from that. You know what I mean? Like, it's just sort of like. I, what I'll, I'll say this about that. I love where he's coming from. Star Wars needs to have some fun. And it's, you know, it shouldn't always take itself so seriously. Those Lego shorts are fine. Like, have fun with them. Have fun with this. Not everything needs to be the movies or gritty or the realism. We can have some fun. You know, we I, we watch the Ewoks movies, the Ewoks cartoons, the droids cartoons. It's not always about, like, the seriousness of Luke and his hand chopped off. Sometimes we just want to watch the adventures in this galaxy of, you know, far, far away. And maybe... You know, the one thing they need is a holiday special to come back and make everybody remember that this is a story about space wizards for 12-year-old boys. <laughs> oh, there's so many things that are just wrong in that. <laughs> Not what you said, just in the, in the special in general. It's just like... No, it's garbage. Anywho. 
We should do a live stream where we sit and watch the entire thing for two hours or whatever it is and just be like, <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> Nobody knows. No, it is. I just rewatched uh, the Muppet movie, the first one, because it's on Disney Plus. And it's still good. But, like, it has all these dated, like, co- uh, co- not co-stars. Uh, what is it when it's just you're famous and you're in it? Uh... Cameo? Cameo, thank you. And it's just sort of like, oh, I know who that is. I know who that is. And I'm like, oh, wait, who is that? And it's just, I think that's what they were trying to go for in that show. And then it just kind of flopped, too. Because, like, I don't know, in the Muppets, it's like, yeah, I kind of get why this person's in there. But then it's Star Wars is so specific, too. Uh, but, yeah, uh, I guess. I rewatched the, 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 the Boba Fett cartoon. That's from the... Very oh, power special. Yeah, it was. Yeah, well, so people I, would, watched people I watched would, that recently. I think that's enough. <laughs> I would argue. I would argue. I'd use your expression. I would argue that the B. Arthur moment in the holiday special is better than the, the Boba Fett animated part. B. Arthur singing is quite splendid. Actually, it is a underrated moment, and I really hope. I thought her character would get a shout out in the series, but I guess just Life Day got that, um, and the Mythosaur. Didn't, like, a book reference her or something like that? Like, yeah, it was, uh, you read the book. I haven't read it, but you read it. It was a uh, certain point of view, certain point of view reference. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Well, let, let's move on from The Mandalorian. We can talk about that more later. Yeah, yeah. Uh, back to, have you seen this um, Rolling Stone interview with Kathleen Kennedy? Uh, I've read different things, but I don't think so. What do, What does she say in it? A lot. She has a lot to say. Josh from Den and Nerds had a lot to say about me saying I don't like Star Wars. We're going to have a chat. Uh, because she she says, and this is what I want to talk to you about. She says, they're like, is it a hard nut to crack doing these movies? She goes, well, doing the last movie. She goes, well, they all are because we don't have any source material to, to pull from. There's no comics oh, yes. or anything. And uh, I jokingly, I, the way this all started with, with Josh and I, it was a joke. And I said, oh, she hates Marvel films, shots fired, Star Wars hates Marvel. As a joke, obviously, because I thought, as people did, they, you know, they, they use that as ammo, like, well, she doesn't know. And then, of course, now there's all this fight over. But there are, there are, there is source material. The EU, the EU, the EU is not source material like a comic book is because Star Wars is linear storytelling. Like, it's a linear story. You can't yeah. jump around. Comic books have had, how many, Brock, you know, how many times have they rebooted every single comic uh, in existence? Every how many times? Are, for the last 10 years. <laughs> you know, even Gwen Stacy came back to life. Yeah. Right? Like, That's so it's a, it's a very different world, so you can't compare it. So what she's saying is accurate. Like, yeah, they can pull, like, minor details, but whole stories, they can't. And Chewie died in the EU, which kind of makes that also hard, because I'm not watching a Star Wars Episode Seven if Chewie's dead before it starts. And the reason is in the novel X, Y Chewie was killed by a No, that's, that's not what I'm in this for. Yeah. And then it's like, I like the EU. It's sort of like one of the things that really sparked my love for star Wars. Cause it's like, Oh wow. It continues. This is fantastic. But it's like, I think I've said this before on the podcast. When you read, uh, heir to the empire, where you first meet Thrawn, it's like certain things aren't in it that were, weren't thought up till the prequels. You know, like the word Sith is just not in that book. So I know that's a minor detail, but like that kind of, kind of when you, when you 
read it later, you're like, well, that kind of doesn't make any more sense because it doesn't fit anymore because this thing is ever changing. And again, I never like I don't like comic books. It's like, oh, there's source materials. Like the source material, like you just said, changes every ten seconds. Like there's still like you know, Spider-Man gets bitten by a spider, Superman has a mother named Martha. Like if those things, those are like yes, that's your source material. But at the end of the day, you're like, well, what, what, what if? I feel like anything where you make something like a comic book movie or sci-fi is like, what if this happened? And that's where you start, right? So it's like, it's not, what did Spider-Man do? It's like, what if Spider-Man had his own podcast about knitting? What would that look like? And then here we go. <laughs> and then it would become a billion-dollar motion picture under Kevin Feige. And Marvel Marvel Comics like created a series called What If, and now it's going to be a Disney Plus show. <laughs> Very brilliant. And and um, what was the the comic run that um, Legends that Star Wars did? Oh, I did a story on it three years ago. What was it called? They did a run like that. It was like a What If storyline, and they had a bunch of What If fantasies, legends, legendaries. I don't know. Somebody oh, will comment yeah. below and, and make me feel like an idiot. But they did the same type of thing, which was really awesome. But it works in a comic, not in these films. These films don't work like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you could do a Disney Plus series of Star Wars What Ifs, but I still don't feel like it's it's such such a different atmosphere, Star Wars and Marvel. They're so very different. Everybody wants them to be the same. When are we going to stop going after Kathleen Kennedy? Never. Until she not- is yeah. fired, Brock. <laughs> <laughs> you, do you know what I love when people lose their jobs? Yeah, but like she put out that Mandalorian show, so. Oh mm. wait a minute, rehire her. Rehire. No, I, look, I think the the problem is, you know, anybody that's worse in, worked in customer service knows that the uh, the loudest customers are the pissed off customers. <laughs> um, you know that you could you could have ten pleasant customers come through the door you won't hear anything from them one will be upset and that's the one that's going to cause a ruckus and you're going to have a sit down with your boss because one jackwad couldn't find steel wool you know whatever you know like it happens that's just how the world works you know i thought about this on twitter a while ago i was tweeting you know when something goes wrong when you don't get what you want you tweet right you're like oh you screwed me and then you you know good companies will tweet back and whatever and then one day i realized i never really did it for when i was happy with a product no it was yeah. only when i was angry because when i'm happy because this is the thing brock yeah. when you're happy what are you going to get out of it i love your product They're like thanks but i'm not happy well here's free shipping 10 percent off your next order that's what happens yeah. and that's the mentality they have going here so i don't know maybe they're hoping that kathleen kennedy gets fired and they hired I don't really know who these, all these people want to get hired to do the most thankless job on the planet because George Lucas could tell you how thankless a job being the head of Lucasfilm is. Oh, yeah. But, you know, I don't know what will make anybody happy. I hope – I don't want to – I'm so sick of that aspect of it that I've blocked uh, – I think I've blocked the name Kathleen Kennedy from Twitter. Twitter, Because <laughs> uh, I was just like, I can't – I don't care. Like, it's – she has a job. I have a job. You have a job. Yeah. Pays the bills. She's good at her job. Has she fumbled? Sure. I don't know what goes on behind the scenes. And uh, I've honest... And I love filmmaking, as you know. But I have, honest to goodness, 
stopped giving a damn about the behind the scenes of Lucasfilm and oh, yeah. Star Wars especially. I've stopped caring because yeah. well, like I said, I don't want no more it's not even about the announcing or anything. It's just don't take away from my movie experience. Don't take away from the Mandalorian. Like yeah. You know, like there were probably problems on the Mandalorian a few days. They probably reshot something. I'm sure that the 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 puppet of the asset didn't work one day, and they were all panicking over that. But we didn't hear about it, and that's what I like. I don't want to hear about it. I just want to go in. I want to watch it. I just want to experience it. Let me have fun. I don't need to know that Henry Cavill didn't shave his mustache. I don't need to know that stuff. What I need to know is how how. That's my impression. Is that Superman? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Mullet, why'd you say that name? <laughs> oh, hello. <laughs> I never watched that Mission Impossible where he had the mustache, but I always liked watching the trailer. I'm like, there it is. And it's all its glory. Mission and then Impossible. Then he fights, then he fights uh, Tom Cruise in that bathroom. He's all sweaty. <laughs> and I'm like, why is he so sweaty? <laughs> I think he's coming back for the next one. Mission Impossible, man. Those movies seem to get better. They, just, they, they figured out a formula. They figured it out. I'm excited for the future of Star Wars. I think this is, you know, we did a Star Wars Renaissance two years ago after the yep. re, after the last year. That was your idea. That was your call. Yep. Um, I think now they're hitting a full stride, full stride. Yeah, yeah. And I think, I think Last Jedi, love it or hate it, they learned a lot from that film, and I feel like they did that as to 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 test the waters to say mm-hmm. how far can we go and the answer was not far <laughs> the answer was don't not have lightsaber fights i talked about that with uh, andrew on this week's live stream I'm like i didn't even realize that two lightsabers didn't clash until like well after <laughs> the movie when somebody brought it up to me i was like oh yeah i didn't care <laughs> Yeah, you know, because because lightsabers for me, they are. I mean, in the Mandalorian, whatever, but they are a huge part of Star Wars. Lightsabers, they're a huge part yeah. of Star Wars. They're part of what I love about Star Wars. But they've never been, except for in the prequels, they've never been overused. So it doesn't affect me when it's not in it so much. Like you know, in in the New Hope, Luke's like, and then doesn't use it for the rest of the movie. Like he has this super cool. They're in a trash compactor. He could have cut through the wall of the trash compactor. We saw Qui Gon do it. Doesn't do it. Doesn't 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 bother me. I don't care. Okay, because I know it's there. I know we're gonna have fun. And then the prequels come and they blow us out of the water with lightsaber fights. We're good. We get it. They get it. Yeah. We're getting more. You get Fallen Order. How far are you in Fallen Order, by the way? Uh I'm on the first planet after that. The opening, uh, Braca. I like laughed. I was like, <laughs> is it really called Braca? And it's also Chewbraca. Uh, uh, but I'm on. Ugh, I always forget. Bonogo, Bonago, Bagels to go. I don't know. Uh, but it's it's fun. I like a lot. I, I didn't... I tried recording myself playing so we could put some content. Yeah. And that yeah. kind of failed utterly. But it was almost perfection. It was as perfect as a disaster as it could be. Uh, but, like, uh, I, I like it a lot. Uh, I don't even play it on a 4K TV. And I'm like, ooh, this probably looks fantastic on a smart TV. Uh, uh, but it's cool. I like it. Uh, the the story's really engaging, and it, there's parts where I'm like, well, how did how do you explain this part? And then 
a couple minutes later or the next step in the story, you're like, oh, okay, I understand. It's uh, it's thought out. I'm really looking forward to playing it uh, a little bit more. My friend uh, Chris at work has already played it all the way through. I think the only complaint I'm hearing, I mean, I'm sure there's other people that nitpick. The problem with that game is it's way too expensive for such short of a game. Uh, but I think it's a value game. It's just it would be nicer if it was part of like a game pass or maybe just a little bit cheaper. But uh, I think they did a great job so far. Uh, have you gotten to the part? No, no, James, in the beginning part. Yes, you have because you are on the train. Just when he falls asleep on. Oh yes, oh, yes, yes. And then like there's like a dream sequence that was like great. That was so thought out because it's like. Nothing tells you to turn around. You're just like, well, where do I go now? And you turn around and it, the whole hallway just changes. I'm like, boom. I thought that was fantastic. I thought, Brock, Brock am I getting feedback in your, I'm getting feedback in your end, by the way. I thought that it was, uh, that it was me being terrible. At, okay. <laughs> That's what I thought. I was like, oh my God, I can't go through a wall now. Cause I am so, I talked about this on the live stream. I am so bad I have fallen off every little ledge you could think of. But <laughs> oh, you know what? I, I find the game, like, it's fun. And I'm going to have a great time playing in the story, whatever. And you know what? If it's not long, good. I can't handle it, Andrew Fantasy. I can't take a long game. Just give me a game that I could beat in 35 minutes. Just yeah. like The Mandalorian. Um, but, like, it's such a video game when it starts. And they're like, they're like, Gal! Or whatever his name is. You got to go with this guy. And you're going to go fix that thing up there. Okay, and then he leaves, and he's way faster than you, and he goes up the ladder. Then the ladder falls, and yeah. he looks down, and he goes, Hey, ladder fell. Find the most convoluted way you can to get up here. I'll meet you at the top. And you're like, what? Just... <laughs> what? I think, though, it is to get you acclimated to... I know. Like, I, I'm saying I fell so many times. That's why I'm so upset that we couldn't show any of my gameplay, because it's like, and we fall again. It would be just like... Clip after clip of me falling off something. Somebody on the live stream said I should I should uh, I should stream me playing it and call it falling order. <laughs> it was yeah. no, I I know the point of that level. It's just like I'm like okay, I, I get it. I like the Battlefront one. I think it was Battlefront one when it was updating the game and you got to play as Vader and Hoth. Like just that was fun. Uh, I'm having fun. I hear the story is amazing. I have heard it's short, so I can't wait to hear Andrew Fantasia rip on EA about that one. Um, but again, I'm fine with short, like, oh man, we're going to talk about the, the, I said it last week, the Mandalorian length of episodes, <laughs> dude, 32 minutes. I was like, yeah, let's do it. I can watch it and then I can rewatch it if I want. Cause yeah. Aaron's all about, um, the good show. No, good the morning. Good Good House. No. Yeah, morning Show. The Morning Show. The morning show. On Apple TV Plus. I don't know. Another one of the plus streaming things. Um, and she's obsessed with it. And it's a, it's a fine show. But it's like an hour long. <laughs> I'm not even joking. 35 minutes into that, I'm like, we good. We're good. I'll come back to you. I'll come back to you. I'm good. I, it might even be two hour episodes. They just feel like they're going forever. And it's well acted. Like, Mark Duplass, by the way, and Billy Crudup, best actors on the planet. They're <laughs> phenomenal. But, like, it just feels like it goes on forever. And this was a half hour, and I'm like... And right when right when it gets to the ending, I'm like, I'm almost ready to go for a walk. And then it ends, and I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I like you. <laughs> That's what I like. I like the... I know everybody complains are too short. Fine. Not for me. Not for this guy. 
How do you feel about the length? Oh, it's good. Like more, more con. You know what? It's like I don't feel the time at all. Like it's just like yes, that was fantastic. I like obviously I want the next episode, but you know what I mean? It's it's yes. sad. it's it doesn't feel like an hour or thirty minutes. It doesn't. It just is. You just you are the experience. It's fantastic. I like. I it's. They haven't even introduced all the characters that we keep seeing. That is the best part. That is the best part. <laughs> I know. Well, I got uh, some ideas coming for what's coming. But I like it because, you know, like you said, you don't feel the time. But could you imagine that second episode? Let's not say what it was right now. But that's the the plot of that second episode stretched for an hour. Mm-hmm. Like, think about that. I don't want to sit through that. Half an hour is perfect. You tell Whatever. me this. Tell me that. What? <laughs> Whatever, old man. What? <laughs> <laughs> For people that don't know James's dad, this is his name is Pat, but his we like to call him Pasquale because that's his actual name. <laughs> this is when you channel your inner Pasquale. Like, oh, he, he watches all TV shows on fast forward, but no, but like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, I get what you're saying though. No, no, but I'm just like the the plot of the episode. If it was any longer, would have been it would have dragged on. It's like they knew they were like, that's yeah. it, and you're like, you like yeah, like I want the next episode now. Yeah. I am glad we're not binging it though because the speculation yeah, is phenomenal. Say. It's so much more fun. But but you know, I I would watch the next episode, but I don't want more of the episode I just saw. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying that they yeah. are capping out exactly at the right time, I find. It just and it feels like it's 30 minutes, but it feels like there's so much yes. happening. Like it's just like, oh. <laughs> Fantastic. Uh, all right, let's go to the odds. Never tell me the odds. Today's odds are brought to us by Patreon. Patreon, do I have my list open? Do, do, do. Patreon, new uh, new tiers. You can get uh, t-shirt tier, executive producer Wham. tier. Um, uh, yeah, so check out our Patreon page for more. Yeah. And today's Patreons who are providing us this amazing episode of Never Tell Me the Odds, episode 142, 142 weeks. Unbelievable. Uh, as an executive producer, Heidi Fetter. And then we got Barry Brophy, Dennis Allen, Christine Allison, Mary Kristen Athen, Jeff Wilson, Aaron Quinton, Al Schuler, Phil Staniforth, Scott D, Andy Higgins, Josh Price, Mason Hope, Matt W, Tony Comstock, Sooner Thron, Neil Lowry, D Raven Spencer, FN1189, Matt Dallas, DJ Blake. Nice, DJ Blake. <laughs> Uh, sorry. Charlotte, Kayla Davis, FP, and Denim Nerds. Uh, this is publicly probably going to be on after, but I am recording with the Den of Nerds on Thursday. We're going to be live streaming, but mm-hmm. this uh, only the Patreons will be seeing this. So everybody else has already seen that, and they think I'm scum for real. Do you think DJ Blake is like DJ Tanner or like DJ Khaled? <laughs> the two different types of DJ. <laughs> Either way. I'm sure he is the best music. DJ Blake. We are uh, the best. The odds. First odd. The odds of a mysterious force user in the rise of Skywalker. Now, it mean like Sith or Jedi, just someone that can, someone, someone or something. Something mysterious. Goes like this. Okay, I gotcha. <laughs> I'm like, what's happening? <laughs> the Force. 
This is where we'll edit something going into your hand. It'll be a jump cut. <laughs> That's right. not gonna happen. But uh, uh, up, up, up. Uh, I love it because uh, I'm always been big on sort of the mystical side of uh, the Force. Uh, Mortis stuff is always cool. Um, but uh, what was the guy? What was the the guy from Rebels? What's it called? Bendu. Bendu. I like, am the Bendu. Like uh, I want it to happen. I don't. I'm just gonna give it. I'm not gonna give a reason. Sixty percent. Because I. Oh, I love that so much. It's <laughs> so awesome. This track number four is called Hammer Time. I'm gonna go on this one. We're gonna look at. Uh, 57%. I like the idea. I don't think it's going to really happen, though. Unless Zoe Bliss comes out of nowhere and goes, <laughs> Yo, yo. Uh, Every time I hear Zoe Bliss, though, I'm like, from WWE, I'm like, that's Alexa Bliss. <laughs> yeah. This one's called Battle Droid. Oh, my God. It's, uh... <laughs> Our podcast has come down to. This is it. Just playing music off of my phone. It's awesome. The music on the Mandalorian. Uh, it's it's, oh, it's it's so different from Star Wars that it's Star Wars. I'm looking forward to the series being over and hearing your because your opinion, but also Andrew's because Andrew and you are very into the music. I find so I was like interested in hearing your opinions on it. Andrew but hated the Rogue One. Andrew hated the Rogue One music until I forced him to listen to it. I, opened his, I did his eyes like uh, Clockwork Orange. Made no sense, but it needed to be done. <laughs> uh, uh, the odds of a mysterious Force user in the Rise of Skywalker. We both said that one. I can't. I don't know where I am in my place. The odds of a Porg appearing in the Rise of Skywalker. Hundred percent. Let's just do it. It just lives in the the Millennium Falcon. Yeah. The That's it. That's it. I'm going uh, 80% Turbis is going to make his way on there. I cannot wait uh, to see more Porgs. I just feel like J.J. Abrams is the kind of guy. He's like, I don't really like Porgs, so I'm not going to do it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but you know what, J.J. Abrams? I don't like your glasses. <laughs> Take that, nerdlinger. Yeah. Bad Bo- robot. Boom. <laughs> oh, listen, we just got canceled. <laughs> <laughs> Guess what? Uh, no, J.J. Abrams. You know what? This is his movie. Let him. He can do whatever the heck he wants. Yep, yep. Whatever. As long as I like it, I don't really care. Uh, final odd today. Thank you, Patreon. It was how thank hashtag thank Patreon day the other day. So thank you all for that. Um, oh. Uh, the odds of Maul appearing on a Disney Plus streaming ser- series in the next two years. Hundred percent. You'd be stupid not to. Make it live action. Make it. Make it. Uh, what's his face? Ray Park. Give him something to do. I really feel like you're coming at me with the you'd have to be stupid not to answers today. Yeah. I think that's not the oh. first time I heard it. <laughs> you're not stupid not to understand that I'm doing that. Hey, dumb dumb head. <laughs> hey, you <laughs> dodo bird. <laughs> uh, yeah, I agree. I think, you know, Bob Iger said that they're doing more. They have more in uh, development. I don't know what that means anymore. I, you know, maybe somebody just like walked in and was doing a studio tour and was like, hey, I got an idea. And they were like, oh. Let's announce it. Uh, so that's why I'm going to go 
ninety percent. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they set up this really interesting possible story at the end of Solo. Like, does not make a Solo two. Don't make a Solo two. Make a series and put him in Obi Wan. I, I don't know. Uh, make a show about Greedo and put him in there. Everybody loves Greedo and McClunky. Darth Maul lives next door. I don't know. <laughs> Just do it. <laughs> it's SpongeBob, but Greedo and Patrick. <laughs> It's Greedo and Darth Maul. What are you doing, Greedo? I don't know. <laughs> I would watch animate it. I would watch it. Oh yeah, uh, no anything. Just I think make- you know. And there's a you know things are, are legal in Canada that I think would actually get the ratings to skyrocket over here. Someone posted a, a Ray Park video where he's doing the usual flipping of the double sided uh, mm-hmm. lightsaber. They're like, he's still got it. I'm like, yeah, we know. <laughs> we saw it live. <laughs> yeah, we were there with Warwick Davis. Uh, Hollow News. Hollow News. Hollow News. This is the time where you listen to my voice. This is my, fa- this is my favorite part of the podcast. Bye. This is where he gets to go on his phone. Uh, Mark Hamill, he likes Twitter. I don't know if we've ever reported it on that. Um, but on the heels of... The asset. <laughs> Mark Hamill took to Twitter on uh, on Tuesday to share snaps of Aiden Barton. Who is Aiden Barton? Why, he is the young actor that portrayed Luke Skywalker in Attack of the Clones. Uh, and apparently he posted pictures of who he thought was this uh, actress, act, actress, actor. But uh, his mother said, no, no, no. This is the actual actor. This is my son. He is now a teenager. He's in high school. His name is Aiden Barton, who is the son of Roger Barton, who is the editor of uh, Attack, not Attack of the Clones, Revenge of the Sith. So he played, he portrayed Luke and Leia in the movie. That's how they got twins. No. <laughs> uh, and Hamill's never met him, but I think he was just sort of like, well, what about, what about a young Luke? Where is he now? So it was behind the, Behind the music on Young Luke. Uh, there is a Samsung Star Wars themed phone coming out soon. Uh, I think it was just recently unveiled. The Galaxy Note 10 Plus. It's a Galaxy Note a phone. I guess it's a phone. It's, it's a device. Let's just call it a device. It is the Star Wars Special Edition. The bundle is a whopping $1,299,000. $1,299,000. $1,299. Sorry, I just want to get my numbers right. In USD, because we are in Canada, folks. Uh, that will... A Star Wars themed Note 10 Plus with uh, a leather case with Kylo Ren's iconic helmet on it. There's a whole bunch of extra stuff. There's Star Wars themed uh, earbuds. Uh, you can pick that up in a bundle. And it looks pretty fancy for a nice like $1,300. On December 13, just in time for Christmas in the U.S. Uh, yeah, so get on it. Spend them Imperial credits. And uh, one of my favorite comics currently, Star Wars, is coming to an end with the the culmination of what happens before Empire Strikes Back and then will be rebooted in the new year. I don't think the name is changing, but it will be after the Empire Strikes Back, so that's fun. Um but the last ep- uh, last episode, last issue is number 75, which comes out November 20th, which I think is this week. I don't know when we're going to broadcast this one. Uh, but it will come out and it will show us the first 
face-to-face meeting of Luke Skywalker and Darth Vader. If you want to see a preview of it, go over to StarWars.com, and they show this fun little scene. I don't know what else happens in the book, but it's there. So if you want to see, oh, wow, this is kind of the first... I, don't, I know, I know. It's not the movie, so it's kind of whatever. But it's kind. Of, it's been a cool story so far. Definitely pick it up. And then if you don't, just see it. It's cool. Luke uses the Force. He says... I'm the four, or I'm one with the force. The force is one with me. And you're like, oh, that's from that other movie he's not in. So check it out. Comes out this week. Excellent story by Greg Pack and art by Phil Noto. Yeah. And this has been your Hollow News. Hollow News. I turned on the wrong mic. I got some news, Brock. What? We're still in the Hollow News sec- segment of the show because. Jimmy, that's me, has some solid hollow news. Oh, God, here we go. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> oh, look at that. It exists. This is like, okay, when I found this, do you know what this was like finding? Look at that. This was like finding the gold at the end of a rainbow. Only instead of winning the gold, I had to spend it. Um, I haven't even opened them up, to be honest with you. So this is the best. This is This is what I love. Save the Empire, apparently, because they're like, oh, it comes out in October. Then it's like, no, no, it comes out in November. So anyway, the first thing you open up. So I have opened. I lied. I actually, I've only opened up the front page, and I got so mad at this that I haven't read the rest of it. I will do a review on Patreon. It's a Terminator. Terminator. What's this one called? Dark. Dark Fate. Yeah. Okay. It's an ad for it. It comes out in cinemas and IMAX on October 23rd. And that came out this week. Yeah, it just hit the shelves this week where I am. Eyes Wide Shut, The Anatomy of a Scene. It looks like it's got a lot of cool stuff in here. Um, oh, yeah. But I am going to go through it uh, thoroughly-ish. And I'll do a... I'll do a it won't be a review because I don't want to review it because I don't care. Like It's people's jobs. I'm not going to say that they did a bad job or a good job. Uh, but I'm going to go through I'm going to talk about it, uh, whether or not... You know, what my takeaways from it, basically... Um, yeah, because I'm off for the next two days and I'm going to have nothing to do because Aaron's setting up Christmas decorations and I, I don't want to do that so much. Uh, I mean, I do. I love doing it, but I'm not going to is what I'm saying. She, I think she's doing a tree right now. She, we, ha- we have three. Brock, we have three Christmas trees. You're crazy with power. Well, you know, you get them for $30 on Boxing Day and you're like, That's true. bring <laughs> it. And then we found one in the attic and it was like amazing. One thing I like. Okay, are any of these trees real? They're all artificial. No, they're all artificial. None of them have the the option from white light to multicolor, which pisses me off. Oh, yeah. Okay, that was my second question. But I I enjoy the fact that you've moved to the woods and you haven't become one of those people like, I have to have a real tree. It's like, there's a real tree out there. Aaron's Uh, against it. My second question is, are the lights already in the tree? Because that's one of the best... Invention. yeah there's no i'm never stringing although so all three of them have boring white lights i'm not a white light guy i'm like show me the color aaron's <laughs> like no we want to have white it needs to be classy and i'm like it's christmas but you have three trees make one the fun tree and one the, the classic tree well exactly well and yeah so here's the thing though is then I, so i always i always get her to like do one color on one of the trees at least Mm. but then you have to string the color on this tree so then Uh, last year oh my god a bulb went out (laughs) 
I spent a week taking every single one of those little bulbs off. None of them worked. It was like it never fixed itself. I did every single one. So this year will not be a red strand of lights. I will tell you that. It's going to be blue. Because the blue one. I put my lights up on my house. And uh, when I turned them on at night, the middle part were out. I'm like, great. Oh, no. So, I'm doing my I just gotta get new lights. So I got good enough time out of them. I'll just get new ones. Yeah, I'm doing my lights uh, later this week. Uh, yeah. yeah. Anyway, it's a lot of fun. All right, top five. What the hell? Are we top... doing Mandalorians? What are we doing? Top five moments from the new footage. Ooh. So I assume. Let's just trip. do top five moments from all the trailers again. Do you want to do that now that we've seen them all? Yeah. 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 Okay, that makes sense to me. Hey, hey! Oh, boy. Ray flipping over the uh, TIE fighter. Yeah. What I'm a like, way to kick uh, off the the Rise of Skywalker, though. What a way to kick it off. Yeah, oh, yeah. I'm gonna, that's going to be my number five. I'm like, wow. So much fun. <laughs> You're number five, James. That was my number five. Okay, cool. <laughs> number just... four for me is when in the first trailer they announced the title and I was like, tell us the title! <laughs> That's it. Uh, the title, uh, I'm going with Palpatine's laugh because that was, you're like, oh, there it is. That is the big bad. And that, you know, again, people are like, oh, are we doing this again? Yeah, because this is how you end the saga because he is, uh, he, that's a huge part of the saga that he can't be done six films into a nine story arc anymore. Like he had to come back. That was an, it just, it was a necessity I felt. Uh, and I can't wait to see how he's going to play out in this, uh, film. Yeah. That was your number four. And my number three will be, um, da, 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 da. I like this black statue thing that we assume is sort of Darth Vader. Uh, I'm really interested to see what that scene's going to be all about. So, we got a different angle in the last one that looked a little different. So, what is it? I don't know. What is it? What is it? I'm going with uh, Ray jumping to save Finn or jumping to get with Finn. Something's going on there. Kylo Ren's there holding his helmet in his hand. He's like, being flushed back. And, and Ray's like, I've got to go. And she jumps, and Finn's like, I'm going to catch you. And there's a whole. It's going to be better than that, but it's going to be great, and I can't wait to see that. That's my number three. My number two, I guess, it kind of culminates a lot of things. The visuals of starships in this look amazing. That Dolby poster? Yeah. Oh, yeah. That one. That new one looks amazing. It's going to be like the opposite of Star Wars or Star Wars Star Trek, uh, the first movie whatever it was called the the motion picture where like they're like look at the look there's the enterprise look there's a docking ship and look and you watch it for 10 minutes and you're like no like but they could show star starship battles or just cruisers going through space for like 20 minutes in this movie and be like wow that's great <laughs> my number two is 3po taking one last look mm. at my friends I put on the, the news spot for Aaron and that starts. And she was like, no, I don't think I'm ready for this movie. <laughs> I had a great laugh. And I'm like, you're going to watch it twice. <laughs> uh, I want to put 3PO on there too. 
I don't know. Number Jordan. one for me is probably going to be Evil Ray. Well, what is it? I don't know. <laughs> Harry? I don't know. Who cares? It's Dark Ray. It's awesome. <laughs> Dude, have you read this book? No, I looked at it at the bookstore. It's pretty sweet. All right, this is and it's whenever like the Darth Maul uh, like series came up, I was like, this book, like this book is so awesome with everything. Uh, What's it called? The, the Book of the Sith. It's like a, it's like an encyclopedia, but it's like. It's yeah. just like the history of the Sith. It's so well done. I guess it's not canon anymore, but who cares? Yeah. There was like a Jedi one, too. Yes, there is a, but Jedi I... suck. Wait. <laughs> Jedi suck. Was this, the, was this the one that Ryan Johnson got? Was it the Jedi one that Ryan, the path of the Jedi that Ryan Johnson got for? Yeah, that was it. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yeah. No, this yeah. one's phenomenal. I can't. This is such a great read. I'm so. Uh, Aaron Quinton sent me this. It is just freaking awesome. Um, anyway, 142 episodes, dude. Ugh. <laughs> Ugh. Ugh. 142. Can't believe we got this far, especially with the internet. But it kind of after it crapped out on us the first time, which nobody knows about, it was pretty solid after that. <laughs> Looks like we made it. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's, uh, it's a real treat talking to you once a week about this stuff do you know why like what? more aware that like a lot of people do like to wa- listen to the audio of a podcast who thought that because i feel like for a long time we're just like we're video so like they can see what we're doing but now it's like oh i gotta make it obvious of what i'm doing so yeah you have to spell it out like i'm moving my rob hands <laughs> Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Have you noticed he like puts an eye in gentlemen? He I was like, really goes nuts over that. I'm doing. Are you free Friday to do Mandalorian scum? No, I'm working. I'm an adult. <laughs> well, you haven't been the last two, so I, I'm going to do it with him this Friday. That's fine. I'm finally going to do it with him, and he. I can't wait to hear him be like, "Hello, ladies and gentlemen." <laughs> where did where did he get that from? Is what I want to know. But it's his shtick. We'll let him go with it. Also, guys, uh, Duel of the Fates is coming. With uh, Aaron Quinton <laughs> and Andrew Fantasia, uh, ooh, it's going to be a scorcher. Andrew's never won, and I hope he doesn't again. <laughs> I hope I'm going to get. I think I'm going to get Aaron's son Noah to ask all the questions in the second round, and he is allowed to give hints to whoever he wants to give hints to. <laughs> How awesome would that be? It's just an hour of Noah sticking his tongue out at the camera. <laughs> Helps it out. All right, guys. 142 episodes. He's Brock. I'm James. Thanks so much for watching. Uh, Like I said, I'm James, and he was always scum. Rebel scum. I don't change it anymore, James. Hey, scumbags. Thanks for watching. Don't forget to give us a thumbs up on our video. As always, please subscribe to our YouTube channel, Rebel Scum Podcast, for all the latest videos.